who would I want to back me up in a fight? Doctor Strange, because he has magic and not a lot of people do. That's the best way that his powers can be explained. It's just, it's just magic, man. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and anime are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number 59. I'm your host, Jason, alongside my talented co-host, Lil Cio. Lil Cio, what is happening? <laughs> Nothing much, man. I'm actually uh, spending some time getting prepared for SC Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. I got that at the end of the month. I have artist table there, so I've just right. been stocking up. Been stocking up? You've been stocking up on your hand sanitizers and stuff? <laughs> Because you know it's out here, man. I'm actually stocking up on signs that say, do not shake my hand. Yeah. No hugs, no handshakes. No hugs, handshakes. Only, um... <laughs> right? Only, uh, Vulcan salutes. Vulcan uh, salutes? That's it. Yeah, man. Because, man, last week I thought I had it. I was worried. Yeah, everyone was. <laughs> I was nervous and sweating. Because everyone was saying, hey, man, I'm sorry, bro, but you're going to have to go and, you know, report yourself to the the government I'm like, i ain't doing that man don't do that to me i'm a little you know i get paranoid i'm already paranoid of the government as is seriously you know what i'm saying don't put that evil on me yeah ricky bobby. nah don't do that ricky bobby please but uh but i'm, I'm happy to say that i'm i'm like 90 percent back to normal good, I'm so blood. i feel good yeah but uh but yeah you got to go out there and yep. you know with all them people breathing Locked on all you. these people yeah <laughs> now is that going to affect how you feel i mean obviously interactions are going to be a little mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what's your strategy knowing that the big bad corona is coming <laughs> or it's out here i mean i'm just gonna do the same thing i would do anyways for the flu season but okay. yeah mo- mostly you know i'm not gonna i hug a lot i love I hugging i know so i'm I'm just gonna have to cut back on that and yeah, yeah. but what if a little kid comes up to you and he starts to he or she starts to cough a little bit i would have and to they want to hug you know <laughs> you gotta stay back with the jam hands oh no <laughs> You want yeah. to deny the young ones? I'm sorry. I'm not going to take that hit this season. <laughs> mm. Man, oh, man. But you're right, though. That could be a setup, man. They might be trying to trap you. I, I mean, I don't think that's it. I'm just saying, man. Don't be surprised, man. I know your mind goes there. Well, but. it does, yes. Sometimes it has to be, man. You know, it, it saves lives to be a little paranoid a little from time paranoid. to time. Yeah. yeah ain't nothing wrong with that. A you little know? paranoid. A little sure. paranoid. It's all good. Have some paranoia in your life, people. <laughs> Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into breaking news headlines. All right, guys, breaking news headlines. Speaking of Corona, the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> See how I set that up? See how wow. I planned this whole conversation? <laughs> uh, looks like uh, James Bond couldn't beat the coronavirus, man. Uh, looks like the No Time to Die sequel of the James Bond films has been pushed back over seven months. It was set to come out this April, April 2nd in the UK and April 10th here in the States. But um, looks like uh, the 25th movie of the James Bond franchise was pushed back all the way until November what? 12th, 2020, and November 25th here in the U- in the states. So November 12th in the UK, November 25th here in the states. Why? 
it was the corona. coronavirus. I mean, I thought they were done shooting. Uh, well, um, let's see the actual quote. Looks like a uh, deadline broke the story. They were saying, and I quote, MGM, Universal, and Bond producers Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli, that's really her last name, wow, announced today that <laughs> after careful consideration and thorough evaluation of the global theatrical marketplace, the release of No Time to Die will be postponed until November 2020. The film will be released in the UK on November 12th with worldwide release dates to follow, including the U.S. launch on November 25th. So they're just trying to take precaution. Seven months of precaution, but, you know. That that just seems like a lot. It does. <laughs> you know, uh, but I mean, hey, whatever. I guess it's better to be safe than sorry. So, yeah. um, I mean, I'm not, it's not like I was super hyped about this movie anyways. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry <laughs> no for all the James Bond fans out sorry, there. Sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, listen, I'm not going to, especially in the film industry, I'm not mm. going to poo-poo when a, when a, you know, a company actually chooses to do the right thing, I guess, and watch out for their workers and stuff. So yeah, but I mean, if it's already done, though, I thought it was already done. Maybe shooting. maybe it's the audience, though. Maybe they're looking out for the audience. Maybe you think because it's in the heap of, of everything. So You're right. So I'm sure. The, I mean, obviously, the film's done if it's coming out in April. But right. maybe they're like, hey, you know, all the people coming out to the film. Yeah, maybe. Well, they're probably, it's not even that they're worried about that. They're mm. more worried about the movie not doing well. I bet mm. you. Yeah. Because people, more people are staying home. Mm. They're not going out. They're not buying movie tickets. So. Right. Yeah. I guess that's their little smart, sneaky move. Could be. Right there. Could be. But yeah, man, I have to wait until Thanksgiving, man. Like, that's crazy. You know? All right. Seven months. Seven months. Wow. Yeah. So I have to wait and see. Uh, no time. To die looks like uh, no time to catch that coronavirus, man. They ain't playing. They are not playing out here. And in, um, in other news, though, we got some exciting news involving the Batman, you know, the anticipated film that, you know, everyone's waiting for to waiting to see Robert Pattinson. I mean, we've seen him, you know, in the outfit a little bit. You know, we've seen some different, you know, looks at the suit, you know. So, you know, a lot of people are kind of, you know, maybe 50-50 on it so far just from the photos. But uh, a new photo came out with the Batmobile. And man, I mean, obviously you can't see it because it's a podcast. But if you go online, you can check it out. Or if you're a big fan like us, you've already seen it. Oh, yes. Uh, so your thoughts on the new, well, it's retro because this is a younger yeah. Batman design of the Batmobile. What's your thoughts on it? First look. I uh, clicked on the link. You're like. That's what's that reaction? I love it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I loved it. It's yeah. so I love how retro, but somehow futuristic it looks. Mm. Um, and and I like it. I like my initial opinion. Like when I looked at it, I was like, my first reaction was, "That's a young man's car." Yeah, that is a young dude who's starting out, mm. and and maybe maybe he's probably a little cocky. You know what bit. I mean? Just yeah. a little bit, a little confident. Okay. So, so yeah, I love it. I think it looks really cool. I feel like it, it's fitting the motif, you mm. know, matches the the bat suit that yeah. I feel like we saw in the in the camera test. So, right. I'm hyped. I'm here for it. I love that it lights up even yeah, with the no. red accents. So that's awesome. Yeah, man, it's like a drag racing car, it man. Does. It's like yo, it's ready for. And I've seen all the memes. Everyone's like, yo, this is a 
It's a Fast and Furious movie, man. <laughs> Where Vin Diesel at, you know? You know what's sad is it'll probably be like in one scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they got to be the street race scene. You know, a little, you know, wink, wink, nod to the fans out there. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, my when I first saw it, I was like, oh, okay. You know, at first I had to get used to it because, I mean, I had to remind myself, like, yeah, this is young Batman. This yeah. is like Batman in his 20s, like, just out here getting it. And, um, and yeah, I, th- I like the design. It was like, okay, it fits. Like you said, it's like a young man's car, you know, a young daredevil just out here, just getting in, just want to take on the world, take on Gotham, you know, fight the streets. And you got to have a nice car to fight the streets. So, you know, I like it. Thumbs up. I'm excited. I'm ready for this film, I'm man. I'm so hyped about this movie. It's Coming out next funny. year. You know, be here before you know it. But, yeah, the, the pictures, um, you know, the suit, I was like, all right, you know, let yeah. me, yeah, let me see how it looks in the, in motion and see all of that is, but, um, I'm a fan. I'm ready for it, yo. So two thumbs up for Robert Pattinson's Batmobile. Mm. Um, also, we got some news regarding the video game world. Oh. And it looks like, hey, man, the video games is coming and they're coming strong, yes, man. They're, yes. they're really coming out with some good stuff. And, uh, fans of, the Last of Us, you know, that hot PlayStation game that a lot of people love, that cult following. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're having a live action series in the works at HBO from the uh, creator of the hit show Chernobyl. And um, and actually the, the person who, yeah, creator Craig Mazin. And he also brought along the uh, the video games writer and creative director, Neil Drunkman. Oh, my God. So he got the guy who created it. And you got my man who did Chernobyl. That's oh like God. an amazing show. So, I mean, you can't <laughs> can't lose on this one, right? Uh, I'm so hyped. I'm hyped for this? <laughs> that first, I mean, like HBO, HBO's been on a, on a, they, they tearing it up. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like Game of Thrones, but obviously everyone else did. And it was a huge smash hit. Right. Cultural mm-hmm. phenomenon. Um, huge success. Right. And then they did Watchmen. And even though it was one season, like, everyone was talking about it. Oh, yeah. Everyone's buzzing. Right. Everyone's on it. So, like, obviously, they've got a good run there. So, I'm excited. I, right. I the, the Last of Us actually is more suited for a TV show. I was going to say. So, I feel like that has a lot of potential, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I'm definitely hyped about it. And especially to hear that the uh, the original creator is, is going to be involved somehow. Yeah, right. Makes me feel so much better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, you know, we, you know, in the past... We've had not a great history with video game movies or TV shows or anything like that. So right. that makes me feel more confident, mm-hmm. much less that it was HBO. Too, so. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and you know what? This is perfect, too, because HBO always has that series that's going to, like, captivate us. You know, even if it's for a quick second like Watchmen did. Right, right. Or for, like, eight years, like Game of Thrones, eight or nine years, however long it was. I mean, so they always have... A new show, a new series to take up that mantle as the show. Oh, I got to get it. If I don't have HBO, I got to get it just to watch right. this. So I, I really do think this could be that next one. Unless HBO already got something else coming down the pipeline, which I'm sure they do. But with this, though, I mean, because you've played the game, right? I, I mean, I haven't played it, but okay. I've I've watched other people play it. Mm-hmm. I've watched, I think it was Jacksepticeye. Yeah. Um, the popular YouTuber play it. But, yeah, it's a great game. It's got so much. There's so much more that can be shown for sure. Right. I mean, that's one of the games you could just watch the story mode. It's, tr- it's beautiful. And you're like captivated, man. Yes. Yes. All right. So, uh, yeah, man, be on the lookout. Um, looks like they're working on it. Uh, I haven't seen any type of date as of yet. That's not surprising because they just announced just that announced they're that. even doing it. So. Yeah. So it's hot off the press, people. Um, also, some more hot off the press news. 
uh, The Invisible Man looks like it's doing really well at the box office, critically acclaimed. A lot mm-hmm. of people are giving good uh, good reviews for it. I've yet to see it. I can't wait to see it. Hopefully, when this podcast comes out, I would have seen it because I'm super excited to see it. But um, looks like The Invisible Man producer Jason Blum is open to bringing Frankenstein back to the big screen next. So uh, now here's the thing. You know, Universal said, all right, they fully scrapped the whole Dark Universe thing that they tried to do, which (laughs) obviously we knew it wasn't going to work. So with the success (laughs) of The Invisible Man, uh, Jason Blum of Blumhouse, you know, films the Iron Frankenstein next. What's your thoughts on that? I'm here for it. Yeah. I I like all those classic, you know, horror characters. So Mm -hmm. I definitely would be interested. And I like, I pretty much like almost everything that that Blumhouse does. So. I'm here for it, especially if, you know, the the actual guy, if actually Jason Bloom is interested, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, Frankenstein, listen, that is a tale as old as time, and it can be interpreted in so many different ways. And, and, and it's always compelling, you know. Everyone can identify with a character that's, you know, ostracized, that mm-hmm. feels like out of place, and and that people tear down. Yeah. So I, I, give it to me. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. give it to me. I'll take it. I will absolutely watch that. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, it's true. Um, you know, it was, I remember watching the original and I just can't forget that one scene. I think like the famous scene where like he, uh, I think like he accidentally like, spoiler alert, for <laughs> yeah, a movie a that came out like 70 years ago. That came out a month uh, <laughs> <years> ago. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it like where like he killed a little girl? Like, she gave him a rose, and he didn't mean to, but he accidentally, or... Mm, I don't remember. I don't think I've seen the original. Yeah, oh, man. I spoiled it for you. I don't care. All right. Well, look, <laughs> I'm hey, still going to watch it. I mean, it's an iconic scene. Um, Yeah. Sounds like a... Dr- a dr- not dramatic. Um, no, it, it was like a dramatic. tragic scene. Tragic, dramatic, right all of that. Frankenstein story, yeah, for sure. all of that. So, um, yeah. And also, uh, so... Um, I believe Jason spoke to the press. He said, uh, I'd love to do Frankenstein. Um, I've asked or I've tasked our filmmakers with trying to figure out just the straight way or just to find out how to be, you know, strictly Frankenstein. Again, I don't know if someone else is doing it. I don't know anything about it. I would love to try it. And I'm waiting for the great idea. So, um, yeah. So we're, you know, waiting for it. You know, I'm super excited. Blumhouse is you know, like you said, they're definitely, they got a good, good record as far as, you know, films and things like that. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, Invisible Man's doing well. And, hey, that might be that green light to Frankenstein. So be on the lookout if that happens. I hope so. Me too. And uh, in other news, now here's some some controversy for you. Uh-oh. Star Wars. Ooh. Star Wars. Star Wars. Now, I didn't know this. Now, I have friends, and we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. friends who can't stand the direction <laughs> of Star Wars where it's going. And, man, if you haven't heard this news, you're probably going to be on that same boat. Uh, it looks like Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, the novel um, reveals that, uh, spoiler alert too, uh, that Ray's father was actually a failed Palpatine clone. That's right. If you hadn't known, Ray's father was actually a a failed Palpatine clone. Not his biological offspring. Right, right. So <laughs> so um, following the reveal, um, I guess like the villain transferred his consciousness into a broken 
clone body after Darth Vader threw him into the heart of the Death Star at the end of the Return of the Jedi. Many fans wondered how the deformed Palpatine managed to produce a child with a woman. Well, he didn't. In the Rise of Skywalker's novel, it's revealed that the uh, heretics of the Sith Eternal spent years trying to create a new body for the Emperor, but none of them could hold the Emperor's power. However, one genetic strand cast lived, thrived even, a not, a not quite identical clone, but his son. Oh. But he was useless. Powerful failure, said. Palpatine cannot even bear to look upon such a disappointing ordinariness. <laughs> Man, that's messed up. A disappointing ordinariness. The boy's only worth would lay in continuing the bloodline through more natural methods. So that essentially means that Palpatine is both Ray's father and grandfather. I'm... Oh, huh? I'm so done. So you in? Wow. Yeah, all of that. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. Mm. Um, it's Jesus. <laughs> Star Wars. You love it, right? Do you see now? Uh-huh. Do you see now why I'm investing in a, in Ch- Star Trek? Well, you always been a Trek. I never I know, associated like, you with Star Wars. But to have the franchise, uh, like Star Trek, be the new franchise. Mm-hmm. That's my new hot take. Like this is this is it. This that is exactly it. why. That, that's the death blow. What? How stupid <laughs> and weird. Yeah, it's weird. Du- like I'm done. I'm yeah. so done. Like mm-hmm. that was that was like. The str- like I was already you know I was already done. Yeah, I know that was like one of the str- and then the other thing, the other room, not rumor, but the other thing that they decided to confirm. Yeah, you scoop me on this. All right, go ahead and tell the people from this stupid novel. <laughs> so uh, the other thing they decided to confirm, which which uh you know what's his name, J.J. Abrams mm-hmm. went on the record as saying, listen, you know this this is the case. You yeah, know, I'm a, I'm all. Correct y'all. Mm-hmm. But they decided to confirm in the book that Ray and Ben Solo's kiss at mm. the end of the movie mm-hmm. was indeed not romantic. A dream. Was platonic. It oh, was yeah. a. <laughs> well, yeah. I could tell you that. <laughs> I knew that was the case. There is no such a, what does that even mean? A romantic, a non, a platonic kiss on the mouth. What yeah. are you talking about? I've not know Don't. how to. Don't. What. Mm-mm. No. no, I've seen no. that before. No, that I've was seen nothing. that before. Come on, yeah, because like it. I've seen relatives, I've seen like parents where they kiss their kid on the mouth or whatever. But right. like, she, like she grabbed the back of his neck uh-huh. and they were and they were whole. Not, come on, yeah, well, I mean, but they weren't like all out. Well, yeah, open but mouth like, with no, it. It was just like a pack. There is. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I have t- two of my best friends are male. Okay, and I would never. Uh huh. We could be. Di- we could have survived a freaking massacre mm-hmm. and there was no way i would show my gratitude that he survived yeah. by kissing him on the mouth like that hey look man y'all almost died well technically you did die <laughs> and you came back <laughs> and a little peck i'm just saying my man came back i'm not him. arguing with you about this i'm <laughs> just saying man you know the man and look ben came back ben threw his old dark side away for her I'm just saying. It's like a little peck on the kid, but I knew that, that wasn't that. Oh there was God. no passion. So, that was so stupid. Yeah, that I'm, was no passion. Like I don't I even know why they put that in the movie, and mm. then they can't even commit to it. They can't yeah. even commit to it. They they're backsliding. They're you know. And let me tell you, I am was the biggest advocate against Kylo Ren mm. and the Rave ship. This mm. this whole shipping of them together in a mm. romantic way, I was so against it. Yeah. But like, if you're gonna do it, like at least commit. 
Don't mm-hmm. just backpedal and be like, oh, well, it was platonic. Because the fans knew. They knew there wasn't any passion there. But there wasn't. You could tell the actors were not in, yeah. in it. It was not built up to in any way or shape or form in the right. movies. Yeah. It just was stupid, heat of the moment. Yeah. Trying to appease the fans, but if anything, you just made them more mad. Yeah, so. It was just mm-hmm. bad. So this whole, all of this. Uh-huh. All of this. Yeah. Just reconfirms what, the Star that Wars Star Wars, Wars is trash and the Skywalker saga is trash and it's all over. And I'm so thankful for the upcoming High Republic stuff, the prequel stuff where they go back in time 200 years. Oh, okay. Because I'm done. I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> wait, so no, you, when you say Star Wars is trash, are you saying, I thought you meant like all of the whole Star no, Wars no, lore. not all of it. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Because you want to make sure I had to clean that up for yeah, you. Because, right, you right, know, right. you said that. Pe- people will be mad at me. Yeah, man. But yeah, that that's just, come on. Yeah, that's Come funny. on. Hey, really? Man. I feel what is, bad. What is this J.K. Rowling level of like trying to <laughs> explain mm. what you wrote like yeah. later? Like, just stop. Mm. Just put your head down, take a break, take a nap. So do you think the uh, do you think the writings on the wall for Kathleen Kennedy? That's what I've been. I, that's I, what I've been hearing. I've been hearing rumblings that when Kathleen Kennedy goes on set, there's someone else that's watching her watch everything else. So you know, I don't know. Mickey Mouse is like looking behind her, like yo, you know. I definitely make sure. I think that this. I don't even know what we want to call this because I guess it's part of the Skywalker saga, but the mm-hmm. the the newest trilogy mm-hmm. was definitely a flop. Mm. All right, you know, so I I wouldn't I would definitely see that somebody's job would perhaps be in jeopardy mm. after such a significant flop, all in right. my opinion. But we'll see. I mean, you know. we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I've been hearing that's all I've been hearing. Rumblings, man. I've just been hearing people. <laughs> I mean, it's probably, you know, it ain't from studio people, it's just from friends of mine. They yeah. just want her out. But, probably you know. wishful. Yeah, that's all. But. So, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. And um, in other news, we're going to take it to the streaming platforms. You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to Netflix. Uh, Netflix is doing it big as always. Looks like uh, you brought this news to my attention that Netflix actually ordered two animated series for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be directed by Mr. Taka Waititi, who's one of the hottest directors huh. slash producers in the game right now. Huh. What's your thoughts on that? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory coming to Netflix, animated style. That's my dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm listen. I'm here for it. I have no complaints. I love Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Give it to me. Mm. Um, I love the idea of it being animated. I feel like I, I feel like some some artists could definitely have a lot of fun with that. It would be very playful, colorful, good time with, yeah. with that kind of, with that kind of story. Um, and I love Taika Watiti. He has this like manic, chaotic mm-hmm. trickster God energy. Yeah. He already has that sense in him, right? Like a little Willy Wonka. That's perfect for Willy Wonka. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hyped. I'm definitely interested. And again, you know, like you said before, Netflix, everybody, everybody keeps, you know, oh, Netflix is going to go under. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This next story is really going to prove my point. <laughs> but before we get to that, yeah, I'm with you on that with the um, Charlie and the Ch- Chocolate Factory animated series. Um, my question is, though, I want them to, and I'm sure Taka can do it, but I want the animation to be creepy. Just like how the original film like was. a little Tim Burton-esque. Yeah, I want it to be. Because, you know, it's fun, but Willy Wonka a little it's off. Off-putting. Yeah, yeah, it's off-putting. Yeah, it's off-putting. I sure. mean, still, I mean, that's, man, the scene that, I mean, all my 
Charlie and the Chocolate yeah. Factory fans know. <laughs> Y'all know that scene in the first film, them in the boat going in that that cave that or whatever. absolute fever dream. Yeah, man, that thing was crazy. It was weird. I don't even like watching it to this day. Mm-mm. It still messed me up. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Gene Wilder, rest in peace, man. He played that role, but him and that, and when they were traveling down, the looks he had on his face, it was like he was going so, mad. It was so crazy. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, I, I want them to recapture that animated style. That's my challenge to Taka. <laughs> if you could do that. If you could do that, I'm in. We're, but, here, we're here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right, so uh, yeah, like you said, um, Netflix. See, everyone out there, everybody who kept saying, "Oh, this Disney Plus is going to take out Netflix, Apple TV, uh, Amazon Prime uh, TV. What else? Hulu. What else? Uh, HBO. HBO. What else? HBO Max is coming out. CBS. All CBS All Access. Access. See, uh, NBC's coming out with all this stuff. Look, at the end of the day, Netflix is not going anywhere. This story came out, and I had to put this in the show notes. Netflix used three times more than Disney Plus, according to a new study. Um, Disney Plus has secured over 28 million viewers in the four months it's been available. And even then, it hardly put a dent in Netflix viewership numbers. Um, a new study showed that a uh, streaming video tracking app, uh, the study is by real good. Subscribers are still spending three times as much on Netflix as they do on Disney+. Plus. The service suggests 74.8% of its users with both Netflix and Disney+, Plus use the former more, while the remaining 25.2% find themselves on Disney+, Plus more. So, kind of, you know, to sum it up, at the end of the day, you know... You can have these apps, these new streaming platforms, Disney Plus. Of course, I have one. I know you have one. Um, Netflix is still king. Netflix ain't going nowhere. You know, I'm really not surprised by that at all. Um, As as a person who used to study human psychology, like it's not it's it's not surprising to me. It's it's Netflix is more accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, People are already familiar with it, so like they don't have to learn how to use the new mechanics of like Disney Plus or whatever. and and the people are creatures of habit. They've been watching Netflix for a really really long time. So right. it's just it's like it's almost like reflex to go to Netflix. For I personally, I know when I pull up all of my streaming services, mm-hmm. it's the first one I check. Right. I'm like, oh, is there anything new with any of the shows? Oh no, okay, let's go to Hulu. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's mm-hmm. a new episode of This Is Us. Great, let me click that. Right. Like it's always the first one I check. Yeah. And it's just habit. It's not that I'm I well you know I do prefer it, but like I just do that. Mm-hmm. And then I and then I in my opinion like Disney Plus. I mean they do have the stuff that we all love. Yeah. But I still think that their library is not as expansive yet. Yeah. And right. then they have exactly. old stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that reflexively people want to watch. You know, and we talk about this all the time on the podcast. Like I you know yeah I love watching Office and I watch Office a lot, mm-hmm. but if I have to pick something new like i will try to watch something new because okay. i've never seen it before true so i'll try to watch lock and key first october faction sabrina and then i'll go back to my classic theme. right yeah and that's kind of what disney is full of right now right it's only full of the old stuff nostalgia yeah that's it. that's it and then even though people really really want to watch the nostalgic stuff like let's say you know uh, recess the mm-hmm. TV show. oh i love that show classic tv show classic um when you when you go in there and you're all excited and you're like yeah hey, i'm gonna watch it and you see there's like seven seasons it's mm-hmm. kind of daunting you're like ah, 
but maybe I'll watch Mando, mm-hmm. Mandalorian, because it's only one season. You right. know what I mean? So it's like yeah, it's easier, you. you know, to just go back to the other thing if there's less of it. Because right. then you're like, well, I'll just knock that out easy, and then I'll go back. Mm-hmm. But that you never do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because there's more new content over here on Netflix. Exactly. Again. So I think that Disney will really start competing, or Disney Plus will really start competing once they start having Falcon in the Soldier. Right. Once they start putting putting out newer content, more, exactly more reliably, and that's a good point too, because Disney's Plus only been out for four months. That too. You know, Netflix has like what, like a what a what dinner ten year head start. Yes. So it's yeah. like you got to give them time. I mean, eventually it'll get obviously it'll get closer, and right. plus all these other channels, all like the main channels, like you said, CBS has their own streaming. I know NBC is coming because I know NBC. I believe. Uh, yeah, NBC is coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, HBO Max, that's going to be the big one that has all of Time Warner and Turner and all of that. So, I mean, you look at all of that, you know, again, though, you know, Netflix, that's the cool thing about it. It's like that's a platform that a lot of people are copying for a good reason. They're number one right now, and they're thinking like 10 years ahead. Yeah, and they're uh, they're adapting to the times. Right. They know. They knew. I'm sure someone knew like, okay, eventually everyone's going to catch right, up. Right. So let's go ahead and get all this original content out there. We actually have movies that can go into the movie theaters, yeah. but we actually have it on our platform. So they're already, you know, so that's just, I just always was like telling people like, hey, Netflix ain't yeah, going don't, nowhere. Don't discount oh, them, baby. Come on, man. They number one for a reason. They got to check people sometimes. <laughs> you know, that was kind of their way of checking all these people out here. But, you know, we'll see. I'm we'll glad see. somebody did that study, though. Yeah. Because it was about time. Oh, yeah. Got to recognize. Got to recognize Put sometime. the respect on my Netflix there you go. name, okay? There you go. Y'all see that in. Y'all know that. <laughs> Y'all know that sound. You better respect that sound. That's all this. <laughs> Hi, my name is Nick. Best team. I'm, I'm just so partial to the X-Men because I grew up with them. But what I loved about the X-Men, basically the unity and the good that was in them despite what they were up against. Uh, They were all from all over the world, different backgrounds, but they lived under the same roof and they were able to make it work and make a team. All right, guys. Well, it's time to go to check out coming soon and previews. And it looks like we only have two uh, previews to check out. Um, one that's very controversial, uh, <laughs> according to YouTube likes and dislikes. Uh, if you're a fan of the the book series uh, Artemis Fowl, uh, have you ever read that book? I knew of the book, but I never read. I it. did too. That yeah. was just one that never really like never got really me. Got you. you know, it's hard when you were so hyper focused on Harry Potter and the next Harry Potter book. Yeah. And then I was kind of reading like nondescript books, like you know, series of unfortunate events. You know, oh, okay. Ink art. Yeah. Weird stuff. Wait, so is Artemis Fowl, um, is that newer than Harry Potter? I think so, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, hey, guys, uh, if you're fans of it, or if you're <laughs> like, mm, maybe, uh, go ahead and check out the new trailer that just dropped right now. We want to know everything about the man you work for. The man? Oh, oh, oh no. This isn't about the father. This is about the son, Artemis Fowl. Grown strong, son. And smarter than I ever imagined. Then take me with you. You're all I have now, Artie. There's just one very important thing I have to do. 
Authorities launched a worldwide manhunt for the famous collector. He is suspected to have been behind some of the biggest robberies ever. Dad! Hello? Your family has taken something of great value from us. Return it to me or I will destroy everything you love. You weren't supposed to see this yet. Your father is in a complicated profession. For years, he has protected powerful secrets that have kept mankind safe from the dangers of another world. It's time to face your destiny. But we are not alone in this. Moltstigum's just a talented giant dwarf. And I'm Holly Short, your ally on the other side. All right, save my father, save the world. Whole team ready, tell them we are dead. Scared, Artemis? I prefer scared to dead. You think you can beat us? We'll see. Who do you think you are? I'm the next criminal mastermind. Now look around, this is what they call greatness. I didn't read much on trolls. Anything I should look out for? The teeth. They eat people. Good to know. All right. Artemis Fowl. Can we talk about how many frowny faces are under the trailer on Facebook? Yeah. So for <laughs> like the people, people are mad. <laughs> they are. They are salty about yeah, the trailer. Very, 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 very salty. Um, of course, you know, you're, you're hearing the trailer for all of our listeners out there. So, uh, you know, whenever you get a chance, go on yes. YouTube, check it out. Yes. And, uh, you know, see it. And then, yeah, the dislikes is crazy. Hi. Hi. And I've noticed a lot of them, a lot of them are people who read the books. Like, yeah. It's not just like, oh, what is this weird thing that Disney's right. making? It's like, they were like, I've read the books, mm-hmm. hate the trailer, not yeah. stu- not excited. <laughs> I was like, geez, okay, yeah. gosh. I would think, though, man, you would have someone in that department, obviously, before you take on a project. Yeah. I would think you would do some proper research. All right, cool. We're going to take on this book series. And this is a popular book series that sold millions of copies i'm guessing i'm sure yeah. mm-hmm. that's been around for years uh kind of want to make sure if you're going to do it i wonder see and i don't yeah, know Yeah, i'm wondering like did they contact the the writer right like the creator the creator the writers um, you would think they would but that's you know, not always assume, especially with disney not always assume might have just thrown money at him like hey we want to make this yeah. film here you go here's a check bye all right you got it but yeah, why not have like a test audience of like the book readers, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, because you can tell they're not happy. They are mm-hmm. not happy. Now, me personally, as a person who hasn't read the books and has zero idea about what happens in the books, um, I thought the trailer looked cool. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, this looks awesome. It looks great. It had some like uh, Spy Kids kind of vibes. Yeah, I did you know? get that vibe. I did get that. But yeah, yeah it's, it's a cool kid. He's, you know, it's a cool kid. He's got little powers. There's magic. Like, I didn't even know there was magic in Art of the Cell. I thought it was just a kid that was a supervillain. Yeah, see, and that shocked me. I didn't know the kid was evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Uh, Sorry to have to lay that on you. No, I mean, it's cool. I like the premise then. It's a then. Book That's about a, a bad guy. Yeah, I, well, I, I love that premise then. It's like, oh, okay, wait, so the kid, the, the protagonist is the evil one. Wow, okay. I like the flip on that. Yeah. But, um, okay. What did you think of the trailer, though? The trailer? It was an unbiased party. Yeah, it looked cool. But I mean, I just feel bad because you know you could tell they spent a lot of money. Yeah, and they it's spent a, it's not gonna do. It's well. not gonna do well at I mean, all. Hopefully, I mean, I don't want to say hopefully because I, I, again, I have no investment. But mm-hmm. like, I'm sure families will go see it. Think so. So I think it'll probably be okay, like moderately successful because mm-hmm. all the kids and families are gonna go see it. Mm-hmm. But none of the original book 
people. It looks like, at least to me, not yeah. a lot of them are going to go see it. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, because it's but, a loss if they break even. Yeah, for that's Disney, the thing. that's a yeah, loss. Yeah, yeah, that's, oof. All right, well, uh, Artemis Fowl, um, be on the lookout if you're yeah. going to. In theaters, in May theaters, 29th, so. May 29th, so, uh, yeah. All right, well, <laughs> next up, we're going to take a trip to the DC world. This is your, your world right here. Yeah. All DC over there. Justice League, dark, and uh, it's apocalypse. And uh, I like how they, you know, you said that they, that. the spelling of apocalypse is so <laughs> yeah. weird. You don't like that spelling? It'll, I mean, it has to be different. It's Justice League Dark. Yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. But when yeah. I was typing it, I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, like stressing me out. Stressing you out. Yeah, yeah, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Justice League. We are facing an existential threat to the planet. Our only option is to destroy Darkseid. Bow before me. A global war means everyone on the planet is at risk. You're gullible fools. Darkseid is playing you. The humans earned their fate. No more planning. Just do it. We can't quit. The Justice League doesn't quit. All right. I'm hyped. You hyped? I'm already, I'm here. here you here for it? First of all, all right, it's rated R. Ooh. Holla. <laughs> I love me some adult animated stuff. Like, mm-hmm. we do not get enough of that, you know? And it looks pretty. And so, like, like, I love Rick and Morty, but, like, Rick and Morty is ugly. Yeah. You know, BoJack was pushing it. Yeah, BoJack Bob's was. Burgers is ugly. You don't like Bob's Burgers? I love Bob's Burgers, oh, but it's end- ugly. Uh, it is. Come on. They look ugly. Well, I mean, I guess that's the, the point. Simpsons, well, but see, why? Why do we have to get ugly animation? The Simpsons, ugly. Well, okay. I, well, isn't it expensive to be clean? Wait, the Simpsons no, cleaned it's up. it's not. It's not? <laughs> it oh, I didn't totally know. Not. Okay, I didn't you know. You can tell it's just, a, there's something, I don't remember, we, we studied it in animation. But okay, cool. There's School just is. something about, I don't remember what it was. There's like a name for it, but it's like. Mm. There's something about adult animation. They're like, if it's if it's going to be targeted to adults, they're like, uh, we have to make it look gritty and ugly. Mm, you know what I mean? If yeah. it's too cutesy, they're just going to assume it's for kids and not watch it. Good point. But like, this is not true. I hate that. I hate that. It's mm. such a dumb trope, and I want to destroy it. But mm. but yeah, I, I loved it. It looks awesome. It's of course I, wrote, I love the Justice League Dark characters. They don't get in a lot of love. There was Constantine. There was Zatanna. There was Swamp Thing. It looks lit. Yeah. Um, but actually a smattering of other characters that I super love, like Raven. Raven, who, you know, much like Cyborg, should really move on from the Teen Titans, graduate mm. from Teen Titans and move on to Justice League Dark. Mm. Just like like Cyborg moved on to Justice League. True. Um anyway, Raven, uh Batwoman, Batgirl, Nightwing. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm I'm here for it. I'm okay. hyped. I'm All hyped. right. Plus, yeah. plus, you can tell they're like sowing the seeds. They're like trying to reintroduce us to Dark Side and the New Gods, mm-hmm. get them back and freshen our minds before yeah. they make that live action movie. Right, right. And I'm sure they got you know you got some new comics that are coming that's going to kind of be, or maybe even a run that's going. You not not that I know of, mm, okay. but they should if they were smart. I'm sure they are. They were smart. Yeah, yeah. But, you know that might be months from now. They might be thinking of it and they might be making it now. True. And we just don't know yet. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I got hyped when I saw Dark Side, man. Dark side is just that dude. Dark man. side is out of pocket. Dark side is that dude, man. He's just like, yo, I'm chilling on my on my throne. You know, I'm like, nah, you won't even get up to like I ain't fight getting you. Up. I'm dark side, man. I want to get up for you know. You met me. Yeah, I'm like, man, y'all better recognize my name, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, I'm dark side for a reason. 
you gotta get me up it's gonna take more than that <laughs> uh but yeah no i'm hyped for it man i'm i'm excited and you know mostly most of the dc animated films are at minimum good this is true so i'm like i mean I, you already got me i haven't because i can't think of a bad well no i could yeah, killing bad. Joke yeah that bad. was that was bad but you know <laughs> they're like what 85 90 percent yeah i'm cool with that so i'm i'm in so when is that coming oh uh that's gonna do the the digital release for that is gonna be on may 5th may so, 5th right around the corner right around the corner guys so uh make sure you go check that out when it comes out so artemis foul justice league dark apocalypse war war watch out for those all right guys now it's time for us to get into reviews and you know last week i was sick so unfortunately i wasn't able to uh watch anything because all i did was just count sheep bum around sleep (laughs) recover (laughs) recover that's basically what i did but what did you watch i know you watched some cool stuff as always oh boy um so i was like meandering around on the internet and i saw a headline that Mm -hmm. said that american horror story all nine seasons got dropped on hulu oh yeah so i was like oh snap yeah. i love hulu so i jumped over there mm-hmm. and i haven't had a chance to watch american horror story 1984 yet okay which is the newest season and was on cable a few months ago mm-hmm. um so it was on there and i was like oh yes because i love american horror story it's the bomb it's crazy buck wild always from yeah. start to finish right so yeah but so i tuned in watched 1984 i'm almost done i think we got like two more episodes left okay um it's it's ridiculous. Mm. It is definitely <laughs> an American horror story season. It, mm. it was a lot. Uh, and the theme this year, the, this the, well, this year, this season was like eighties yeah. horror slasher films. I love it. So that's not usually like my wheelhouse. That's not you ain't really. Oh yeah, that is true. You ain't really about that eighties. Yeah, I usually kind of like thriller, psychological stuff. Yeah. Like slashers never really. But the only thing that scared me was Michael Myers, but that was it. Yeah, but you don't even like the eighties like that. I don't. I really don't like. Yeah. Um, Matter of yeah. fact, y'all can go back and check out that episode a few months ago where uh, <laughs> Co was just just demolishing the eighties. <laughs> that was one of the times when you really broke my heart. But it's yeah. cool. It's cool. But yeah, but you like this 80s one, though. But I actually did. Okay. It, it didn't focus so heavy, you know, like a lot of shows have done where it's like, oh, here's some 80s nostalgia. Here's a Coke can. Here's this. Here's that. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. We get it. It's the 80s, you know? So, but I am generally not a big slasher fan, but like I actually had a really good time. It was really, the story was actually good. Because mm. sometimes a lot of the times, like Colt, for example, I was like, all right, what yeah. is happening? Right. <laughs> you know, like what what is the, what is the twist that's happening? I don't understand. Um, but yeah, this one actually, the story was actually really good. Um, the costuming was super cool. Uh, and and it was just great. It was really lots of twists and turns, lots of different agendas being exposed at different times. It was awesome. I really actually very much enjoyed it. So Mm. I would probably give it a seven, 7.5. Ooh, seven, 7.5 out of 10. Okay. All right. It was a good time. All right. So for all of the people out there who have yet to see American Horror Story 1984. Yeah. If you were hesitant, like I was. Yeah. Give it a shot. But all nine seasons are on Hulu right now. All of them. Yep. Yep. Because you know, they're getting ready for the big 10. 10's coming. That's right. All right. I'm hyped about that. There we go. All (laughs) right. So cool. What else you got to check out? Then the last thing, woo! I was very excited about this one. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to watch the Netflix exclusive, uh, Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Evolution. That's right. So the the reproduction, 
the remake of the classic movie, except this time in 3D animation. And uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. I have no complaints. It was beautiful. It was adorable. It was beautiful. Um, it was it was great. It was literally a scene for scene remake of the original, but um, like it still got you because you know, like sometimes when they do that, you're like, okay, this is the same movie. Like I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, but it was still like it still pulled me in. It still almost made me cry. Okay. At the end, my right. my spouse was full. He like sobbing, like was upset mm. <laughs> when still Ash. Yeah, when Ash is like turned into stone and yeah. he's crying and right got him. Got yeah. him. He he was like he called our dog over and was like, "Help me, uh, make, me feel <laughs> make me feel better." Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was awesome. I it was nine out of ten. It was perfect. Perfect. Okay. All right. It was perfect. Highly recommend. So if you have a Netflix account like me, mm-hmm. give it a shot. Okay. But well, bring the Kleenex. Oh yeah, you're gonna need it. So okay, so it is basically a shot for shot remake of the animated film, but yeah. just like you know, just a new stylized yeah, 3D, up, 3D. Almost like I mean, I wouldn't say exactly like. Like Detective Pikachu. Okay. It's like that was some hyper realism. Yeah, that was. Like they looked like they were existing and they yeah. had fur in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really good. It was really cute. I just I can't even explain it to you guys. It was freaking the ma- animation was amazing. I don't know who the company was that did it, but they should get an award because it was so freaking adorable. Man, so. all right, okay. <laughs> you know, hey man, you know I already feel about Ash, man. I feel like Ash, and I think you told me this, or your spouse told me this. What? Was that like Ash is yet to become a, a Pokemon <laughs> champion? Yeah, yeah, like Misty. How long has Ash and been? Rock, like our like gym leaders. How long has Ash been like walking with Pokemon? I mean, how long? And not only that, but like he He's stays been walking 14. with Pikachu for how many years? I would have done, man. He got more patience than me. I would have done kick freaking Pikachu like, up to the curb. I'd be like, Ash, you got to go. I'm about to go on Indeed, find out what other jobs <laughs> is out here, man. Get out of here with this. All right. So, but yeah, that's out right now. So you can check it out on Netflix streaming. That's right. All right. right. So two cool shows, one show, one movie. So uh, make sure you go check that out on Hulu and Netflix. American Horror Story 1984 and Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Yeah. All right, guys. Now it's time for us to take a trip to the comic book store. You know, little CEO got the hotness the hot news the hot comic books of the streets so what's hot out here oh boy um it's actually kind of a small week this week but okay. it's, it's the end of the month oh know? yeah they're yeah. waiting to drop everything on you next week so mm-hmm. i'm sure i'll have a huge list then but uh let's start with marvel comics we have 2020 rescue number one this is actually a really cool little two issue mini series spinning out of the pages of Iron Man 2020, mm. um, focusing on Pepper Potts. Okay. And her Iron Man suit that Tony designed for her. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty really cool. cool. Okay. We also have Marvel number one. This is a six issue mini series from one of the like most amazing artists in comic book history, Alex. Ross. Oh, there we go. Yes. So definitely check that out. Of course, he's got his beautiful artwork in it, but a lot of his own, his own storylines that he created himself. Awesome. Right. Next thing we have is Spider-Man Noir number one. This is a five issue mini series, of course, focusing on the character Spider-Man Noir from Into the Spider-Verse. Um, taking place in 1939. So yeah, I like that character. I know. Oh my god, his aesthetic. Oh my gosh. So let me tell you, mm-hmm. this was actually my pick of the week at Soundwave this week. Okay. The like second page is mm-hmm. him jumping out the window of yeah. like the skyscraper he's in. Uh huh. 
and he's swinging through the streets and he's just lighting up the street below him with a gun. Oh, wow. It's so awesome. Okay, all right. <laughs> Spider-Man Noir. But I don't know. He's just lighting everybody up. It's so awesome. Man, he ain't playing around. Highly recommend. Okay. Moving on, we have Strange Academy number one. This is supposedly the beginning of a brand new ongoing series at Marvel uh, featuring young, new, fresh characters. Yeah. They're like maybe like 10 to 13 year old um, magic users. Doctor Strange teaching them. Yes, being taught by characters like Doctor Strange, yeah. Scarlet Witch, hey. uh, magic from the X-Men. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. They brought magic in? Yeah. But a lot of other familiar fa- Basically, it's a chance for them to rotate in a lot of characters that we know and love, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but also introduce new, younger characters for the next generation of I comic like book readers. I like that. That's a great idea, I man. I'm like, they, dang, okay, Strange so Academy. Cute. So cute. I would love they do that. Like, yo, Disney Plus, man, get on that. That would be That's a good a show. show. And have, like, Especially animated. Oh, yeah. Well, I was even thinking, like, um, have your boy um, come in. Um, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch? Benedict, yeah, yeah come animated in. animated would be best. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. A good point. Because he's so busy. That's true. Yeah, man. Oh, well, that way, you're, you know, your kid actors won't grow up real fast, too. Real so. good point. Yep. All right. Let's see. Moving on. Moving on. Ooh. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I have to, like, scroll down. You're good. Uh, moving on to DC Comics, we have Flash. Hey! 750. This is the big one right here. This milestone comic is out on the comic book store's shelves these this week mm-hmm. um it feature features six different stories it is a double-sized 80 page comic um and it features like 10 different covers to choose from yeah and we have different decades like the 30s the 40s the 50s and upwards so it's really really cool super awesome but yeah if you're a flash fan much like our um producer i was gonna say you're gonna get that reggie for, you're gonna get that for reggie <laughs> you're gonna get that oh, for reggie yes. oh yes if only i could figure out which one he would really like because each decade has a different artist, and it's got, mm. like, its own specific style. Mm. I think I can figure it out. Think so? I think so. I don't know, man. <laughs> y'all had a little fun interaction. We ain't going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we had a little fun interaction when you were Reggie, so that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Apparently, I need to get him a gift to make up for Man. <laughs> messing his shirt up mm, a little inside uh story going on a little scandalous happening on the comic section <laughs> but yeah if you're a flash fan definitely don't miss it yeah next thing we have is strange adventures number one this is a 12 issue maxi series from dc black labels okay so it's rated m for mature yeah keep that in mind Right. But it is from Eisner Award-winning writer Tom King, who Ooh, is helping to produce on WandaVision. That's right. Big deal. Big yeah, deal. Definitely take a peek at that if you want to try something new this week. We also have Superman Villains, number one, the one-shot. Oh, okay. Uh, right now in the Superman Ongoing series, he has exposed his true identity as Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. So this one-shot has the villains' reactions to Superman Telling his secret identity. I wonder how mad they would get. Or how dumb they feel. Yeah, Lex is like, I knew that. Yeah, I'm sure Lex knew. <laughs> but like, what about all the other ones? You know, like, wait, for real? You were, man. <laughs> man. I gave you that interview, and you were you the whole time. You know? Yeah. 
That's crazy. Superman be playing people. He do. <laughs> I understand. Uh, all right, moving on. Indie comics, my favorite portion of the list. We have Billionaire Island number one. Ooh. This is a four-issue mini-series, but basically it's an island where billionaires can go and pay to do whatever they want. Oh, you know what? This whatever is, they hold want. Hold up, man. This is like some real-life stuff, man. You know. Yeah. I mean, they do that anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> but in this comic, the billionaires, uh, while they're scamping around on this island, end uh-huh. up getting their comeuppance. See, you know, this is, for real, this reminded me of some Epstein stuff, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on, we have <laughs> the Sumerian Queen of Black Coast number one. Ooh. This is a brand new ongoing featuring Conan the Barbarian. Okay. And uh, famous characters from his universe, except the only thing is, because, of course, we know Conan is over at Marvel. Marvel, right? I was going to ask that. So this series Mm. is rated M for Mature. Oh, Because there is violence, there is gore, and there is sexy time. Oh, snap. So a little more adult Conan, if that's your your bag. All righty. Next thing we have is The Crow, Lathe number one. This is a three-issue miniseries following The Crow when he has lost his memory and accidentally becomes, well, I won't say accidentally, but he becomes a carny or a freak show mm. at a carnival. Oh, wow. And then his memories start coming back. So it's very interesting. Yeah. If, you, if you enjoy The Crow, definitely don't miss that yeah. little miniseries. Cool, cool. Next one I've got is Dry, Dryad? Dry, 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 dryad. Dryad. Dryad number one uh, from the writer that did Rat Queens, but basically it's a fantasy adventure if that's your bag. So if you like Dungeons and Dragons, definitely don't miss this comic this week. There we go. Dryad. We also have Join the Future number one from Aftershock Comics. This is a very interesting, it's a sci-fi Western. Oh. It's a a story that follows rural cities outside rural towns outside of cities and the okay. cities pressuring the rural towns to join them. Oh, interesting. Very, very interesting. All right. And timely, if anything. Yeah. Next thing we have is King of Nowhere, number one, more of a mystery, mystery, supernatural storyline mm-hmm. um, where a young man wakes up in the middle of nowhere, doesn't know where he's at, doesn't remember why or how he got there, mm. but there's creatures and beings as his memory comes back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing, we have Man Eaters. Tomorrow belongs to you, the one shot. If you're reading the original Man Eaters, uh, ongoing from Image Comics with, what's her name? Chelsea, Chelsea Kane? Mm-hmm. Chelsea Kane? Anyway, um, the prolific writer that worked on Mockingbird, very controversial. Definitely don't miss the one shot out this week. All right. We also have Mercy, number one. This is more of a steampunk esque Monster Hunter series, a period piece. So if you like, monsters and action and, and action violence stuff, yeah. definitely pick up mercy number one out this week right and then the last thing on my list we have outer darkness two number one this is a crossover story event if you were reading outer darkness or if you were reading two back in the day mm-hmm. uh definitely don't miss this crossover it's already sold out people are going crazy and they're doing a second printing but if you like um detective stories mashed up with outer space mm-hmm. definitely don't miss this story here we go. All right, guys. A lot of great comics is out as we speak. So, again, make sure you guys go and uh, support your local comic book store. Mm-hmm. Stay the ones that help this and all of this pop culture, comic book culture world go round. So, again, make sure you guys support your local comic book store. Shout out to our good friends at Soundwave Comics 
always showing us much love and much love back to y'all. And uh, yeah, man, make sure you go pop and get all of those. Because I saw a few that's very interesting and intriguing because I'm trying to think. The the one that, of course, I want to definitely want to get Flash 750 for myself because I know Reggie's going to get one. I need to get one for me. And um, man, uh, I like the indies. I love the indies. The indies got me, you know, it really I, I piqued gotta, my interest. I got to tell you, none of those indies are you're going to do wrong on. Mm. Like, honestly, like, okay. uh, like, uh, Join the Future was almost, I almost picked that as my pick of the week at the store. Yeah. Um, and Dryad, actually. So, okay. you definitely can't go wrong with the indies. There you go, guys. So, again, make sure you guys save your money. If you got it like that, go ahead and get them all. <laughs> you know? And that's how we do it. Those were the hot comics for this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, be on the lookout next week because I'm sure there's more hotness coming. Ooh, it's going to be big. It's going to be Woo! big. You're already predicting it. We'll see. There you go. All right, guys. Well, before we end out another great issue of the Comic Section Podcast, we're going to let you guys know of the events, the big events that's happening in and around the town. If you live in the Charleston, South Carolina area or worldwide for all of our worldwide listeners who tune in. So, little CEO, what's happening out here? Yes, yes. We actually have a lot of fun little things that you guys can take part in. We have the Disney's Frozen Junior production at the Flower Town Play or by the Flower Town Players for our local listeners. This play will take place at the James F. Dean Theater in Somerville, South Carolina over multiple days. Oh, wow. Leading up to March 15th. So you have several opportunities to see this play and support local theater. theater. Yeah. You know what's so crazy? When I first moved here, I thought that was like a movie theater. Me too. I was like, yo, man, we're about to go see a movie. And I'm like, wait a second. Hold on. This is a- I was like, ooh, even better. Yeah, it's a play. You know, if they were smart, though, they would screen movies in there, too. I know, man. I just love the, the look of it and everything. Get that money. There you go. <laughs> um, next thing we have is The Office Trivia. Uh, this trivia night will take place on Wednesday, March 11th at Oak Road Brewery in Somerville, South Carolina from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. This event will, of course, feature trivia, but also prizes, locally brewed beer, a food truck, and more. And by more, I mean my shining face. Hey, I figured you'd be out there. Oh, yeah. You going to uh, participate in the trivia? Oh, yeah, yeah. You going to take home the prize? Oh, yes. Oh, there we I'm go. sorry. I, I've never felt so confident. Uh. <laughs> I'm so going to stop people <laughs> at this oh, trivia right. night. But, there we uh, go. Like that confidence. We're going to see, but I might even cosplay. I got my Dwight Ooh, cosplay. Ooh, there we go. So we'll see. All right. Moving on, we have the Little Shop of Horrors sing along. This exclusive screening will take place at the Charleston Music Hall in downtown Charleston on Thursday, March 12th from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. All right. This event will feature the original film, snacks, alcohol, and singing, of course, is encouraged. There you go. Get your singing voices ready, people. You know what I'm saying? Because I know me, man. My singing voice is just... Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. You know. It's my voice, man. I'm, look, I, you know, I get requested. Mm-hmm. You know? I get requested all the time. Do weddings. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have been asking about my album. You know, I got an R&B album that's coming. A lot of people have been asking for for the past few, you know, few months. But, you know, I, I don't want to... You know, I don't want to make nobody feel bad. You know what I'm saying? I want this to... It's not about me. Okay? I want this to be about the fans... Of uh, of this right here, Little Shop of Horrors, because I know if I go out there and if I get on stage, it's gonna be a big thing, a big deal, Listen, you know. And just, I don't want that. Just drop your SoundCloud link and go. Just drop the SoundCloud. Y'all want me to drop the link? Come on, man. I don't want to do that, man. Then the, you know the server's gonna crash and my email's gonna be going crazy, and you know I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, moving yeah. on. We have Bloodshot. Hey, I'm super excited about Finally, this. Finally, with yeah. Vin Diesel. Right. Uh, 
This is for everyone worldwide. This live action comic book movie will premiere in theaters on Friday, March 13th. Ooh, Friday the 13th. That's right. I'm excited about this movie, man. I, I think it looks like it's going to be a good time. Yeah. I'm not expecting anything to, like, you know, yeah, dialogue-wise. I just, I want to watch good it. action film. Yeah, this will be good. Uh, moving on, we got some other stuff. Let's see. We have something, again, for our local listeners here in the Charleston area. We have Power Comic Con, their spring show. Oh, okay. This comic book convention will take place on Saturday, March 14th in Florence, South Carolina from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Their event will feature special guests, artists, vendors, cosplay, and more. Oh, is this not like a Power Ranger thing? No. I, no? Okay, I can't. Their, their comic book store is called Power Comics. Oh, cool. So that's, their con is called Power Got com, it. So. Got it. Sorry to get you excited. I know, over man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, but hey, either way, I'm sure it's going to be fun. Oh, but yeah. I, it's, I gonna, just, it's a good... I've heard nothing but good things yeah, about this show. I so. just automatically just thought, like, oh, Power. Like, oh, there's a Power Rangers Come <laughs> on now. It's morphing time. Oh, gosh. Hey. Uh, and then we have the next event, our last event for everyone worldwide. We have Pokemon Go Community Day. Hey! This video game event will take place on Sunday, March 15th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. your local time. All right. Uh, the featured Pokemon this month is Abra. Gamers will have a chance to catch a shiny version of Abra. Evolving it that day will give it a special move. Plus, you get out and get to meet your fellow trainers in your town. That's awesome. But Once yeah. again. Pokemon Again, Go Day. I will be there. I oh, will yeah? be in the streets. I'll either be at Azalea Park or the Riverfront Park mm. playing Pokemon Go with my friends. Here so we go. keep your eyes peeled, local listeners, if you want to go out and have some fun on Pokemon Go Community Day. That's what's up. So it's uh, Abra. Is that like uh, is that like the hard character to catch, or is that just yeah, the character that just appear pops? as often for oh, sure in the okay. game? Um, there, Abra's a psychic Pokemon, so they're kind of harder to catch anyway, too. Mm. So. Okay. But yeah. Nice challenge. There we go. All right, guys. Well, hey, a lot of great events is happening in and around the town if you're here locally in Charleston and worldwide, man. Again, shout outs to all of our listeners for tuning in every week. And uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited a few of these things. Of course, Bloodshot, I'm super excited about. And um, yeah, man, I want to, yeah, that office trivia. I'm expecting you to come back with the gold. Oh, yeah. So you can brag. I'm about to mop the floor. You're mop the floor? There we go. Talk that talk. I've gone to a lot of these trivia nights, yeah. and I've only felt this confident for the Harry Potter ones. So. Oh. And I cleaned house at the Harry Potter ones. Look at that. Cleaning Ooh. house, man. <laughs> you know what? Lucille, they were like, yo, it's spring cleaning around here, so mm-hmm. I'm here to clean house. Mm. You got the brooms out. Mm. There you go. You need to go to that event with a broom. <laughs> Let that be a part of your cosplay if you want yeah. cosplay. Just be like, hey, what you doing? Oh, I'm just, you know, getting ready to sweep. Getting ready to sweep this place <laughs> out. Clean y'all out of here. You know oh. what I'm saying? But if any of these events excite you as much as they do J-Rock, definitely don't forget to check out our Facebook page. Yeah. If you go to our Facebook page and under the events tab, I have all of these events listed so you can find out more information about like ticket prices or addresses and stuff like that. So please check out our Facebook page for more details. There you go. And don't forget to like and follow us. Yes, while you're there. While you're there. All right. So follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the comic section podcast and uh yeah i think that wraps up another great issue of the comic section podcast issue 59 we're coming up on 60 you know what i'm saying Ooh, only 40 more tiring age. it's almost <laughs> you got that aarp card coming in the mail you know what i'm saying get them discounts you know that that pursuit of that tax that oh uh my God. discount of tax off stuff and get the free ice cream <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I want that so bad. Oh. I can't wait. Man, oh man. But yeah, man, 60, right around the corner before you know. 100, 100, gonna be on the popping. There it is, guys. So, uh, again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I've been your host, Jason, alongside my talented co-host. Lucio. We'll catch you next week once again for another great issue of the Comic Section Podcast. Peace. Oh, Lucio. You know what? You don't owe me anything, and it's not just because I'm scared of you. I mean, I'm not scared of you, um, but yeah, no. But whatever cover that you would choose would be great. You just have to autograph it for me. You have to, like, personalize it because because you're awesome like that. All right. You guys are the best. And uh, editorial content in this issue of the Comic Section Podcast was used from the following.com, CBR, Comic Book, Comic Book Movie, THR, Deadline, and the YouTube channels of Walt Disney Studios and DC. This issue was edited and produced by Sonic Embassy and SonicEmbassy.com. Sonic Embassy. Sonic Embassy.